It is 2953 of the Third Age. Erebor has been reclaimed. Saron has fled from Mirkwood into Mordor to begin his pursuit for the One Dream. And the last meeting of the White Council has tasked Gildor and Glorian with assembling a fellowship to stop Umbarian pirates from assembling ancient artifacts from a Second Age prophecy. Join the players of this Adventures of Middle-Earth Dungeons and Dragons campaign as they unravel the mysteries of the prophecy. Welcome to Arda in part one of the Inglorian Bastards trilogy, Search for Tor Arasea. Alright, so I'm going to put you on the road, okay? We're going to get going. So does, does that sound, his plan of heading along the East Road and then heading north at the River Horwell, does that sound okay to everybody? Yeah. Yes. So uh, Angelon is going to go over by Riken, who's brooding by the fire before he leaves, and like tap him on the shoulder, and he's like, come on, this is going to be fun. <laughs> and uh, did you want to... Um, go ahead. That's what I was going to jump on the table and, uh, and uh, finish his beer. Uh, excited and uh, encourage everyone else to, to have a have a round with him. <laughs> when uh, when Angolan taps on Riken's shoulder, he sort of he sort of like wakes up, like he was he was thinking about something different, and, and gives him a, a little bit of a, 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 a sort of indifferent smile, like uh, like he assumes that maybe it, it, it will be fun, but his mind is somewhere else a little bit. <clears throat> Um, so I guess Inglorian uh, Gildor would, would leave you with sort of um, when he when he sort of sees the pensive look on all your faces and uh, or at least most of your faces. Uh, not thinking of Tesro, um, he he would, he, he would say basically um, if the enemy gets the gets this item or or whatever the rest of these things are, um, he said it, it would be bad for all of your people and it would be bad for all of Middle Earth. So this you know it, it is fitting that you all are here representing each of your people. Even the Shire. <laughs> Even the Shire. Even the Shire. <clears throat> All right. So I'm going to move you to the Great East Road. So you you guys are basically be on the Great East Road uh, through the Lone Lands. Um, probably one, two, three, f- maybe four or five days. Um, so they uh, to, to get to that Morse um, is about 300, 350 miles. Um, that's not the hypotenuse. That's sort of like the you know along the road and then north. Why are these elves uh, what's that? Why are these elves shooting at us? They're not. They're just. Um, so I, I think I told you I didn't get really super creative with the token, uh, the tokens. Um, I, you know, if 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 it's an elf, it's not like a somebody you should remember. It's going to look like that, <laughs> right? So not everybody's always attacking you. So you made them little broccoli pieces. Is that what? <laughs> is that what that looks like? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, that's a broccoli shooting an arrow at you. Um, so, so you you see basically like a, a procession of elves, um, and some of you recognize the elf in the lead. Here, uh, Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's the dirty hippie elf. I remember now. Yeah. Uh, let me look at it one second. Dirty hippie elf. So, uh, so Irame would be very pleased to uh, to see Burn. Uh, in fact, she would make Burn very uncomfortable by coming over and embracing him uh, and. <laughs> Started giving him a kiss on the forehead. Um, I'm sure he has something to say. Don't just, do just so you, just Don't. so you, you guys know, uh, she saved Burns' life. Shut up! It didn't happen. <laughs> there's, there's no, evi- there's no evidence that any of this ever happened. It definitely he, happened. He says, uh, "It seems that you, uh, you're doing much better on a horse that you did in the in, in the pond, oh, in the water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not not meant for swimming." <laughs> and uh, she has, she comes over and embraces uh, Ry- uh, Riken's hand um, uh, uh, on this horse and gives that a kiss and says, uh, "Thank you." 
Uh, Mikeen sort of lights up a little bit. He, he's he's looking a little bit happier now. <laughs> I'm not. So uh, <laughs> Angolan kind of like has trouble controlling his horse. So my gals by and's like, "Hello, you're <laughs> <laughs> uh, the worst elf ever." <laughs> like, he's reading a book while, and he's like almost runs into them. He's like, "Oh, excuse me, pardon me." <laughs> uh, so she she says, um, "You're you're heading back east so soon." What, um, I, I thought your your quest took took you uh, to the west. Uh, I, I, uh, I tell uh, Irame that I, I guess uh, our quest has sort of changed. We, we're 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 in pursuit of something now. Um, <clears throat> She I says, "Well, I hope, that, I hope." Go ahead. Well, she just said, "I hope, uh, I hope that your, you know, your travels doesn't take you back across the mountains." Um, <laughs> she says that um, that the people, the, the elves in Rivendell, had um, been patrolling, and it seemed like the the goblin uh, patrol through the mountains and the troll presence has uh, like quadrupled, um, and they they say that they're looking for you. Yeah, and both of you. Yes, they are. <laughs> I I too hope that we don't come anywhere near the mountains ever again. Unfortunately, they lie between here and my homeland so that's an inevitability or that one place um what was it that i went through what was it what was the place that i traveled through and i left erebor oh my god Mirkwood. yes let's not go there Uh, so 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 speaking of that okay speaking of that let's uh, let's um something that's that's new for adventures in middle earth is an embarkation role Um, and one thing that we didn't establish right away and we should have is who your guide is going to be it's going to be the ranger right yeah that's up up to you guys <laughs> I have pre- I would say probably, but I my character does pretty well with embarkation roles too. Uh, yes, my character sort of built for being a perfect, perfect do it then. Like all I'm good at. So. so let's go ahead and do an embarkation roll, and I will let you know sort of how your trials are are faring. Okay. All right, awesome. So. With hopeful hearts and clear purpose, the company embarks with light hearts and a sense, a sense of hope. They are resolute and determined to cleave to their path regardless of hardship or setback. Accordingly, each member of the company counts as inspired until the first time they fail a role during this journey. Uh, so what does it mean for us to be inspired? Uh, basically, you get inspiration. Um, on um, You get, uh, I'm sorry, you get advantage. Oh, advantage on every roll. <laughs> get advantage on everything until we fuck up. Until you, until you, right, until, like, let's say you attack and both of your rolls don't hit. Um, then you wouldn't have it anymore. Yeah, so you guys, you reach, um, you guys reach the last bridge. Um, which uh, which you guys have uh, at least three of you have traveled over from Rivendell um, yeah. to to the um, to the east is sort of the, sort of where Rivendell is and the, the Trollshaws. Um, straight north of you is where you're going to head to the Ettenmoors, um, and you guys, uh, you actually had an encounter here with uh, some rangers, uh, the three of you. Yeah, last time we were here, we saw a group of rangers that were traveling from north to south. Um, and you're starting to remember, you're starting piecing this together now. You're thinking that um, what what the rangers were talking about was they were heading north to sort of block the northern escape of these of these pirates. Okay, yeah. Um, all right, so uh, moving right along. Um, who was, I think it was, um, it was Spriggs' character, the dwarf. Um, you get another, um, glimpse of, or like a, like a flash in your mind of, of a red, a red-headed woman. That happened when he was here last time. Yeah. And that, just a flash, like nothing, um, you, you have, uh, 
you have like a fondness for this river. Uh, the, the river is appears like a... I don't um, have fondness for any bodies of water. <laughs> no, you, you do. You do. Like you have, um, like you, you feel a draw to this river that you've never felt to any other river. It's like a dangerous attraction. Yeah, no, it's not dangerous. Like you don't feel compelled to go swimming in it. You just, like it's, Can I, it's it seems more appealing. So I say, uh, from here we make our way north to the uh, Isle of Red Dust. Uh, it was one of, once one of the great fortresses of Rudar, one of the three kingdoms from which Arnar fell into ruin. Um, it was greatly contested between um, old guardians and the armies of Angmar uh, until the later days. Until, until, I don't know, what, like a thousand years ago? Yeah. Something like that. Yep. Um, just curious, is this the same bridge uh, in the books where um, Orphandel leaves a, a, sign, uh, a gem on the bridge? Yeah. So Glorfin. Yeah. So so in, you guys that haven't read um, Fellowship uh, will will know that Frodo got picked up by Arwen, <laughs> but that's that's not actually uh, it's Glorfindel who who is a first age elf um, who does a lot of sort of the legwork, uh, including leaving the gem on the last bridge, including picking Frodo up and picking him across the the Fort of Bruinen. All right, so um, so you guys are heading you're heading north along the river, um, and so so uh, the the river. Uh, let me describe it to you. So uh, the the black and brown mud gives way to red clay. The closer you get to the river Orwell, the river takes on a translucent crimson as it passes north to south. Um, Faradir, you hear um, some rustling in the bushes straight north of you. Hold up, there's something up ahead. Okay, um, since since you call out that, um, you, you see um, someone actually comes around the bush since uh, he knows that you know he's there. Um, and he says, uh, greetings, and he looks a little tentative. He has his bow in his hand, and um, he has an arrow in the other hand, but nothing, he hasn't drawn it back. I'd like, greetings, son of uh, Krayos. Making, I guess, here. you, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he says, uh, he says he, you've heard of our people. Uh, he's, like, he's, like, intrigued now. He's, you know, he's, like, more interested, and uh, he seems to loosen up a little bit. Uh, yeah, my uh, my kinsmen have come to your aid several times. Uh, you're a ranger. He, as he gets closer, he, he recognizes. Uh, he says, I don't remember seeing you in these parts, but um, this is uh, this is the land of my of my kin. Um, we have a we uh, we ha- we have a f- um, fortress or whatever you call it uh, uh, to the north. Uh, if, if you'd like to join us, we're um, it's a special occasion today. We're we're having a, a festival of sorts. You're most welcome. Festival, you say? <laughs> yes. You say. Okay. Uh, what do you guys think? <laughs> Will there be ale? Uh, you, you you probably know more about these people than we do. Um, okay. what, do you, what, what do you think about uh, this festival? I mean, they're like tribesmen, right? So they're not okay. We're not most civilized of people, so we're probably Tesla's um, pretty excited about about a festival. <laughs> <laughs> Reich, honestly, Riken feels sort of more at home with this proposal than, than anything else we've done so far. Okay, he so I guess from uh, tribal people sort of um Tatrisley agreed to his offer and um uh, with sort of the hopes that we can maybe glean some information off of them. I have a skill if I roll it well that lets me get anything we can out of them. So we'll see. <laughs> he says, um, let, let me take you north then to, um, to, I'm sorry, my cat's going crazy. Uh, um, can you take, let me take you north to um, Gartha Garwin, uh, our, our home. Um, and uh, we, you, you, can, um, you can talk with our, our, our chieftain, uh, Dulan is his name. So follow, follow me. I'll lead you through the lands. Magdalen kind of like mutters as they're trudging along, like, oh, oh dear, I, I hope there's not too many people. Uh, 
<laughs> all right all right so you guys come um basically up uh you come you you're, tra- you're traveling north um and you basically come up on sort of the western side of gartha garwin um and so the description is uh it's an old classic Rudaran fortress uh, the remnants of an, uh, an old long stone stairwell runs at each entrance the red earth surrounding the river Horwell bleeds into the land at the foundation of the ruins and uh, I'm going to say that uh, Burin um, let's have you make a uh, let's do insight um, I'll say you didn't fail that um, but you basically just get a glimpse of the red haired woman in your head again um, she, um, so I'll, I'll give you a little more of a descriptor this time. The color of her hair reminds you a little bit of sort of, uh, right around the river. Okay. Huh. <clears throat> um, but you can't, you still can't see a face or like anything like that. Really? It's not clear. Okay. In we go, I suppose. Um, so do Lang is here and he, he, he has a big grin on his face when you, uh, come and he, he, um, he says, welcome, welcome, welcome to our, to our home. Uh, you, you are here in, in just in time, um, for, for our festival. Uh, uh. <laughs> what, what festival might that be? No one says. Um, it, it's to pay homage to the, to the river maiden, Narvel. Well, there you go, Baron. <laughs> uh, so, Dirty is starting to think that he made a little bit of a mistake. <laughs> So, so you guys see uh, um, Faradir like shifting a little bit in his steps. What, what's like, going on uh, with Faradir? Um, I, I gotta, I gotta ask Faradir what's what's. Uh, I sort of like sidle up next to him and just, and just ask him what's going on. He looks nervous. Oh, it's nothing. Uh, uh, King Dunlang, um is there somewhere we may rest for a bit? Yes, yes. It's it's true that you've traveled far. Um, Please uh, come with uh, follow follow my man here, and he, he um, and he'll he'll take you into uh, to the banquet hall. I'd like to point out that Tessero is is um, is uh, looking at everything uh, everywhere, and he's saying, uh, "Ooh, what's this? Ooh, what's this? Ooh, what's this?" Um, Tiny, and uh, he's very excited. Are you gonna steal something, little guy? <laughs> uh, no, nope. And Dylan keeps like, like asking, but like, excuse me, dude, where, where's the library? Where, where's the library located? Uh, <laughs> Dulang just says, uh, "I'm sorry, we we don't have the luxury of having a library here. We're we're, we're men of the hills and of the trees." I, I uh, Riken sits down on one of these one of these benches next to one of these tables, and Bear puts his head in his lap, and his he, he doesn't have to put his head down. It doesn't <laughs> he, he has to put his head down in order to put it in his lap. <laughs> <laughs> so they they bring out some dishes of food, yeah. um, and they they say, "Please eat and and rest, um, and we will we will celebrate uh, in honor of the river maid uh, maiden uh, together at sun sundown." Huh. So, uh, did we ever get a chance to, like, discuss things with the old men in the room? Um, no, two of them are hanging out with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, guys, there's, um, there's ale, um, uh, there's, um, sort of, like, meat on the, on the bone, uh, big, like, turkey legs, um, there's um, there's some vegetables and some potatoes. Yeah, some of them are some of them look like like almost like um, like they've absorbed some of the color from the from the ground around. Could I do? Uh, could Anglin uh, on anything that he noticed that was like slightly discolored? Could he do like 
a medicine check or like a since he's you know used to handling like herbs and things like that just to see if there was anything uh, uh i'd actually do a nature check on the vegetables okay i'll go ahead and do that so, uh, Anglin, you, you recognize you've never, ever, ever seen, um, in fact, you don't know of any uh, potato uh, species or breed or whatever it's called, a, a variant that um, has, has taken on a color like this. Uh, great. <laughs> so Anglin would be like, mm, uh, interesting. Um, I don't believe that I've ever uh, seen a potato like this. Where, where do you all grow your um, vegetables? I say right here on the riverbank. The river uh, all, all, of, all, of, all of our food is blessed by the river maiden. Um, and Tessero, you would, um, when you hear river maiden, you'd have feelings, right? Yes. Like good feelings, probably. Yes. Also, the mention of potatoes reminds him of a of a little ditty they used to sing in the Shire called "Frolicking Through the Potato Fields." <laughs> Tessero feels the urge to to, to uh, jump on the table and start song, and he uses his uh, minstrel skill. Potato fields, yeah, frolicking through the potato fields. By, uh, All right, awesome. Where's minstrel Z? Here we go. Andalans are like, oh, oh, wonderful song. And I, I, I say to the Hillman, Hillman, have you heard of, of this song? Please come sing with me. And I said, yeah, it, it's one of those songs with a repetitive chorus. So by, by, by like the third chorus, every, everyone can, everyone's caught on to it, you know? All right. So your escort, the person that escorted you here basically still stays on guard, but this guy kind of like, he starts like tapping his foot and eventually he starts like, uh, he starts like clapping and he comes over to the table. Yeah, you got it. Okay, so uh, while everyone's singing, <laughs> I sort of uh, uh, I, I go over to Burn and I guess Angleon, and uh, we can pretty much everyone who's not singing. <laughs> and uh, wait, is anyone not singing? Uh, Angleon wouldn't be singing. He might be like Dwarven Hill. I want a Dwarven sonnet. <laughs> Burn's not gonna sing. <laughs> so for the, the two people singing, uh, I'm uh, hushed under my voice while everyone else is singing. I say I, I have a I don't have a good feeling. About this, uh, Mallory Hill uh, is known as the Blood Red Maid. Blood Red Maid. She's one of the river, um, the river goddesses that she's grown equal over time. Due, due to she had red hair. I would, I would assume. I would assume that her hair is the color of blood. The Anagol and know of any of this, Jared? Um, well, so do you have? Um, you can make a lore check. Do you have lore? I believe so. Okay. I think I would disclose to Faradir that I've been having glimpses of the Red Maiden. And when he when he hears that, he would be like, "Oh, oh dear, a river maid." He says, "He says yes." Um, she was actually one of the uh, only river maids to embrace the the path of evil. He says, uh, "We probably don't want to be here." He he starts to like push himself back from the table a little bit, and he's like, uh, "No, no, might be a good time to go." I have a feeling why these potatoes are a special color. So, does anyone eat or drink any of the food? I, I should have asked you this before, but um, the second the Tessero's had two beers. <laughs> All right, so we'll have uh, we'll have Tessero make a. Constitution save. Okay. <laughs> um, so hey, you have advantage, though. <laughs> uh, so so Tessero, you guys notice Tessero taking on um, his skin is is turning bright red, and he's starting to slow his speech. Um, 
he's starting to he's starting to, to, to act like he, he he trips and falls off this table here, and he's still going. He's still <laughs> well, I think that to be fair, that I would have been drinking too. All right, so let's have you do a const. Anybody that drank or ate anything, we'll have you do a constitution save. Yeah. Advantage though. Yep, advantage. Yeah, um, they can't still dwarven resilience. Yeah, they still have that. Yes. Oh yeah. Here. But we'll say that um, Burns just fine. Burns looking at his drink like eh. another slides it down on the. It's table. watered down. This is watered. Yeah. I'm sort of thinking we shouldn't linger here. Yeah, him okay. going on is like when he found out, he like started. He was like, "Oh my, oh my, we shouldn't be here," and he like pushed his way back from the table. And then he sees the Hobbit, like, red and, like, falling down. He's like, oh, dear. Oh, dear. The serious guy, the guy that's on patrol that brought you in, he goes, you think, probably to report. Because uh, he, he looks down at Tessero, and then he leaves. And this guy's here sort of singing along with Tessero, even though Tessero's basically, like, not making any sense right now. Tessero's dancing with him now. So can we go over to that guy and just sort of, like, knock him out? Yeah. Um, I, let, I'm, I'm, gonna just, I'm not going to put us in. I'm not going to put us in combat right now. Let's just have somebody do a uh, whoever's going to try it. We'll have you do. Um, I have a skill you know, that lets me convert people to our side. I could use I could use bear to intimidate him. I get a I get like a, a plus eight in, <laughs> in proficiency on that when I when I use it when I use him to try to intimidate people into siding with us. Yeah, whatever you guys want. Whatever you want to try. Um, we'll just have you do like a quick roll. Um, if you want to try to like grapple him, like, you know, put him in like the, you know, put him to sleep. You can do like a grapple roll. You can do, um, you can do an attack if you want. You can try your intimidation thing. I'm thinking if we, if we intimidate him and it works, we might be able to get him to let us leave. Just do an intimidation check and uh, okay. we'll you, uh, you already have advantage on it anyway. So yeah, I have advantage on it and like a huge plus as far as I'm try it here. Okay. Roll as long as they have the right character checked. So that'd be that'd be uh, all right. So, so eighteen plus eight. All right, so <laughs> plus eight. Plus yeah, eight. I get I get a plus six for my for my. Uh, uh, yeah, I have pluses in everything. Intimid- I'm very intimidating. Okay, well, eight, eighteen would 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 succeed. <laughs> so uh, you want to just sort of describe what's going on? He's like uh, he's like dancing with Tessero, like basically yeah. Tessero up at this point. <laughs> <laughs> and I I kind of I kind of get the feeling that 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 we need to leave. So I I I, I give Bear the sort of the sign that he's going to go over and intimidate this guy and bear walks over and just starts staring down the guy and growling at him uh, right, while so he's he, holding Tessero in the air. <laughs> all right, so he like backs into the corner and is like, what, what? Like, calm, calm your dog down. Uh, I guess I, I, I'll go over to him and say, um, as much as I uh, uh, appreciate you letting us stay here, uh, we cannot, we cannot uh, be your uh, sacrifices to the river maiden. We're on a very important task. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Great. Goes, yes, yes, we like living very much. <laughs> uh, he says, he says, but he has Tessero kind of, he's like holding him up at this point. He's like, but he's, he is our sacrifice. Look at him. Well, he's, he's already, <laughs> he's, he's already, uh, he, he's already been prepared. Who's that? Well, how's it going? Where? I, I, uh, I pull Tessero behind me. <laughs> All right, so yeah, he lets go because he doesn't want to get closer to that dog. Tessero's <laughs> still kind of murmuring the potato song. Yeah, I over my shoulder. I think we should be good. I think we should be good to be good to leave because uh, according to the way that skill works, is he's friendly to us until we attack one of his his uh, um, allies. So well, he's gonna be scared I mean, shitless and let us go, basically. Yeah, he's not friendly to you, but he's not gonna try to stop you. Um, so you're you're welcome to you're free to go if you'd like. Yep. Um, do you guys want to book it out of here? Or do you want, you guys want to? Uh, I mean, this is we're supposed to be heroic in this game, so I guess if this is regular D anD D, I would say we just murder all these guys, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. 
I mean, this, I mean, I, I don't want to sway you one way or the other, but this isn't really related to your uh, your quest. I don't know yeah. that. Yeah, I don't yeah, know that, just want to leave. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> I don't think we really have much choice. We should. We're supposed to be heroic, so I think we need to leave. Leave. Yeah. Tesro, <laughs> 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 stop singing. Potatoes, singing about potatoes. All right. Where all the potatoes go? My eyes are gone. <laughs> um, so, so where's the um how go? So Tesla hasn't taken any damage yet, but um, in your travels, eventually I'll have somebody do like a medicine check or like a um, you know I know somebody has a heal. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I could do like a medicine check to see what he needs. Yeah, let's do that now, and then I'm gonna have you do a few other things. It's not ideal. Um, all right, uh, so he doesn't appear to be getting any better. All right, let's get uh, back on the road. Get the hell away from these people. Well, so so uh, Tesoro is not really able to ride a, his pony right now. Okay, uh, well, so he should ride with somebody. I'll, 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 <laughs> okay, all right. They, um, you guys are, are leaving Gartha Garwin, and um, you hear you hear the uh, the screams of the hillmen that let you go. So you think you think probably they're not going to follow you because they already have a sacrifice to the. Oh, oh oops. <laughs> Yeah. All right, guys. So you you ride north for let's see, um, Garth Garwin. You get there on October twenty second. So that's um, I don't know one, two, three, four, five, six. About six days you've been on the road. Um, you travel through Hithlud for another two days. I'm going to have someone do another medicine check uh, on on Tessero, or he's going to start taking damage. Um, I should probably and um, yeah, let's have maybe the Duna die and try. So um, you manage to get him back, kind of like um, you know, you, you pump him full of water, um, and uh, he, he he takes a he takes a massive uh, number two, and uh, he you know he passes the, the system. Uh, it's, it's not it's not. A, it's their most hardy thing. They're hardy. Yeah, so you're okay, Seth. Seth is also going to have a, a quick, quick smoke of pipe weed. <laughs> he's, back, he's back. He's back. Like, now it's a party. So yeah. a pack now. I think as a rule, the next time we go into a strange place, we should not just start eating the stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you have advantage on your pipe smoke. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I can have some sort of revelation. That's what it's for. Of, uh, <laughs> your revelation is that you probably shouldn't have just eaten the food. <laughs> Wait, do you have a skill that is pipes? Yeah, he has yeah. a pipe smoking skill. Oh my god, we got a, this. We got a stoner hobbit with us. That's right. <laughs> I have some sort of revelation, or, or like I, I, uh, I don't know, something like that. Picture uh, Gandalf outside of Moria smoking until he figures out how to open the door. <laughs> you actually, yeah. you actually, the dream that you have, you picture this woman, um, and she's she's slowly she's slowly pulling that helmet underneath the river. Oh, yep. Yeah. Tough break. So, so some <laughs> of this guys eat the taters. I shouldn't eat the taters, precious. Um, so some of this is like um, definitely like heavy, heavy into or of Tolkien, uh, and and then you know some of the some of the stuff's borrowed from the movies. But some of the like some of the maps that I have and um, some of the place names and things uh, I've used sort of Lord of the Rings online. We've filled in a lot of the areas. So uh, if you've ever played that, you'll recognize some of the names and. Uh, maybe even some of the enemies, at least at first. As we get sort of out of the Etten Moors, you'll see less of that. Um, so you guys head north for a few days, and you, you notice that um, in Hithled, um, 
Hifid means mist plains in Sindarin, and the name is uh, accurate. Though there is a scattering of evergreen trees that litter the ground running along this side of the river, the landscape is mostly flat rolling hills. But it's but it's kind of like it's kind of like depressing to ride through. So I'm going to have you each um, you, you've, you're traveling for so long um, that I'm going to have you each do four wisdom saves. Are these for corruption? Uh, for shadow points. Okay. So Max, so do we all have advantage on this? Or no? Yeah. Sure. You guys notice Riken. You guys notice Riken specifically. Look, it looks like um, maybe the whatever happened, Garth Garwin, like really messed with him, or like traveling, like seeing Tesla like that. Something's something's on his mind. Is like really weighing on him. I think it's been started. It started ever since the the Prancing Pony, right? I've, I've been sort of um, I'm elsewhere. My uh, my like, mind is back in Merkwood. What is Tesoro's state right now? He's good. He's good. Yeah, what you um, he's good. You, you were you were basically nursed back to health. The pipe we help a lot. Though this marks the end of the episode, the road goes ever on. Until next time, join us at longwinded.one and consider giving us a review on Apple Music, Spotify, or really whichever platform you choose. 